0: all right ready to start okay. all right <clears> oh <throat> uh, good morning everybody what's up everyone <laughs> welcome back to another episode of i got something to say my name is victor my
1: name is julietta
0: and today it came out really weird yeah i don't know okay
1: julietta not Julia, yeah
0: <laughs> uh i do is there any anything you got something to say before we start this one because i do
1: I wanna hear what you have to say
0: I, I wanna I wanna my uh, life is
1: not that interesting
0: I'm so. a, I'm gonna ask you a question and then I'm just gonna ask you a question okay. did you see the uh the canelo and uh the canelo fight yes. versus Saunders With, yeah mm-hmm. uh spectacular performance by canelo I thought
1: it was a great fight
0: it was a good fight great fight good fight great fight oh yeah yeah i mean it was a great fight i liked it
1: yeah i, I had a good I time watching it, it yeah
0: it, it was a good
1: because last time me and victor tried to watch a canelo fight literally we got up to go to the bathroom came back and it was that was, that was it yeah. that was over
0: so. uh let's see great performance by los aguilares mm-hmm. my question goes what did you think about angel aguilar and the national i'm uh, singing the mexican national anthem
1: so i didn't think she did a bad job like i feel like it she just did it slower that's the thing and i don't know like it seemed like a lot of mexicans had a problem with her doing that
0: we all had a problem while doing that
1: but i didn't i don't know i didn't think it was bad because in the u.s like people change it up all the time and they change it up worse than how angela did it you know yep so i didn't think it was i didn't see a problem with it but apparently it's not good it's a problem
0: uh especially because it's uh it's not like mexican national anthem uh it's not like the american where you can just like it's a contest of who has the best version out there Mm -hmm. it's it's uh it's definitely it's a one-way thing and one way only and that's just how it is you know just like yeah just like how you don't put the the mexican flag on um, napkins or on your plate, or you don't wear box in the Mexican flag and boxers, you don't screw with how, how you know what how that's you're saying so... the national, Himno Nacional. And it's all well, it's
1: funny that you say that because that's true. Like, I've never seen the Mexican flag really anywhere except on the flag
0: it's that's where it belongs that's where it goes it's a it's a
1: definitely like a, it's a respect thing it's like, a respect yeah well mexicans are a lot more respectful then. because america <laughs> they, i mean america <laughs> it's hard to you go you somewhere, it somewhere
0: Nazi, you know <laughs> yeah so so yeah so so the people that don't know um of why mexican twitter was all over um angel aguilar whenever she sang the mexican national anthem it's because you don't mess with the national anthem. You don't
1: get creative you don't, you with it. You don't
0: get a chance to get creative. It. Yes, That's not true. even singing, you tune to it, which a lot of people don't understand the difference. Uh, if you don't know the difference, it's like singing is like you putting your voice, your melody, your pace. But you sing it exactly all of how that. it's written. You tune to the Mexican um, national anthem, which means that you, you abide your voice to the tune that it goes just a quick example, it's like, you know, you don't go, um, like "Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Stars." You know, you don't go, um, I don't know, it's, I don't know the English. I forgot. You don't go, um, like uh, "Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star." Okay, you don't go, um, twinkle, twinkle, little stars. I mean, you go, you go twinkle, twinkle. The thing little is, the stars. thing is,
1: though, like if you sing "Twinkle, Twinkle" a different way in the U.S., you're not gonna get as criticized as. Angela did for changing the speed of the of the national Well, it's anthem.
0: not that she only changed the speed she also changed she also. she yeah. she, uh, she didn't know almost how about that? she did not <laughs> only yeah, yeah she did not only like change the the tempo mm-hmm. she she changed the pause certain pauses like when she said uh like masosario tu extraño enemigo you go masosario tu extraño enemigo she said that's what she did. So, like, she not only changed the pauses; she added pauses where there's not supposed to be any pauses. Well,
1: I thought those pauses because you know she has like a different voice to sing. Like that's just her style. No, I don't
0: know. no, it's it. it that's well, the thing. I didn't
1: know it was that serious. Definitely a learning experience. Will not be singing the Mexican anthem creatively no. if I ever get the chance to
0: yeah it's like it's not it's not that
1: like and her i understand dad, her dad didn't even really like defend her either no because but think like wouldn't he have known she was gonna sing it like that didn't he practice
0: i i would have guessed like, because she did sing it a couple no yeah a couple years ago she sang it whenever he fought the the russian uh, whenever canelo fought the russian mm-hmm. dude they brought angela to sing the, the national anthem yeah and uh, she did criticize a little bit but i think I thought she did well. I thought mm. she did good like the right tempos, at somewhat the right right passes. But yeah, this time she she messed up. She just messed up. It's also uh, illegal to what? get creative with the Mexican national anthem. It's a law.
1: I didn't know. You can know get that. a
0: fine and something else, I don't know. Uh, luckily enough, Segov, which is the organization that takes care of this um they didn't decide to. They so, chose not to find her. Okay, but definitely, if probably this happens another time, they will. They will. Yeah.
1: Wow, I so, did not know that. Well, there's your little.
0: There's your. There's your grain uh, of salt
1: for the day. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. They like. They take this seriously. Like whenever, uh, they taught me how to how to sing to the national anthem. They're like very precise on where the pauses go. When you, when you go loud, when you go a little softer, it's, it's definitely that's definitely like- That's really
1: interesting. I think one this would be a great to topic for another podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, just see like what kind of
0: singing laws there are stuff? around the
1: world. Yeah. I I'm think, pretty sure. I feel like Russia is probably 10 times worse than Mexico. Uh, bad.
0: I don't know, dude. Russia can be fun sometimes with their stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'd like to look into that though. Like weird laws in different countries. Yeah.
0: That would cool. But- uh,
1: but uh, today yeah, is that's actually that's it.
0: That's literally it on that one. Do you got anything to rant week? on? That was my rant. That was it.
1: I'm, I'm happy. I feel like you know I start out the week with like a million things to rant about, and then and then like and then you forgot. What's today Wednesday? I'm like yeah. Gas. Prices. It's not that big of a deal. It's okay. Oh yeah, what the fuck? Well, I found gas yesterday pretty easily. Yeah. I didn't even wait in line. So. Okay. Yeah.
0: I mean, people have been freaking out.
1: People are just dumb. They're doing the same thing they did with toilet paper.
0: So, uh, I've seen I've seen like pictures of how people getting creative to store gas. I saw this one where like this, in a ler- a this woman <laughs> literally got it in a fucking recycle, like a recycle bin. I was like, okay. Yeah, my
1: mom. She lives like you know down south. Yeah. Not too down south, but like south enough to see funny things. Yeah. She saw this guy like oh she saw them come with like the. The metal containers you know no. yeah filling those up i was like oh my god of course <laughs> they would of course they would uh, but um anyway today's topic is is kind of related to gas <laughs> in a way um it's about basically like food miles and sustainability but mostly like is eating local the most sustainable option for us do you eat local I not local restaurants, not but local like local. Do you go to a market every weekend and you're like, I want this, this, and this, and you know exactly what farmer it comes from and everything.
0: Not really. I mean, um, I know in Marietta Square there's like uh, on Saturdays there's there's like the the local market. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I never I never actually been there and bought. I, I've been always been thinking about going, but I just never gone. Never have. Yeah.
1: Um, but
0: whenever I was in, when I was up with my parents in mm-hmm. Northwest Georgia, we, uh, we actually did have like uh we used to go every Saturday. It was like, a, it's called Trey Day and it happens every, it, I don't know if it still happens every Tuesday, mm-hmm. but at least it still happens somewhat um, on every, every Saturday. And like a bunch of people will come over and just sell either old stuff or stuff that they don't want anymore. It's like a yard, like a,
1: like a big yard sale. Like Like a big big yard sale. Community yard sale.
0: Yeah. But, um, a lot of people will come over and also and sell like their own like produce. Like, so they will come over and sell like bananas, tomatoes, um, all sorts of- Were these things like locally grown? Because bananas don't grow here. They, they claim, uh, well, sometimes you wouldn't find bananas. Like only certain people sold bananas, gotcha. but for the most part, it was just like stuff like you can grow anywhere. So like gotcha. tomatoes, um, tomatillos, uh, onions, you know, stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, we used to go over and oh, because it was also cheaper than buying at Walmart. Right. So uh, we used to go and and we already had like our people that, that we liked. Mm-hmm. Um, so
1: you yeah. already know where to go. We
0: yeah, we already know where. we know like there were like local farmers
1: yeah kind of get to know them over time
0: yeah
1: um so lately there's been like a widespread interest in consuming local food so that includes fruits vegetables and meat even Uh, many tend to associate the word sustainable with local or in season which can actually have many definitions so if you see like like you know how they say like oh the only reason we have a supermarket with like strawberries, tomatoes, all these fruits and vegetables that only grow at a certain time of the year, but we have them all year long. What does that make you think?
0: Makes me think that someone is either growing it somewhere else in the world and then we're either and we're importing them or someone is freezing these fucking fruits and then selling them whenever they're out of, out of season. Well, I'll tell you. Or You're both genetic. Both of your answers are right. Or genetic. I'll tell you your answers. genetic mutation. And we are genetically, artificially growing these uh, these fruits.
1: You're right in a way.
0: That was my conspiracy. On the last it's one. It's not a conspiracy, but it's, I know it's something that's real uh, and, yeah. and it's happening. But yeah. That's so, how we grow bananas, don't we?
1: Yeah. But not because... Not because they're growing out of season, but because they just don't exist anymore. And that's on that's trip. like, that's we like had different. a podcast. We had a podcast about that. But uh, on, oh, man, we Long had a good podcast, yeah. This is why I remember that. Them? That's, that's we why I remember. Them? We, yes. You have them on your computer, don't you?
0: I think I do. They're not good quality, Somewhere. but they
1: have good information. <laughs>
0: <will say> <laughs> the person one was one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. no. The one where we talked about um, why popes can be nuns oh, and why people, white man cannot oh, be God. nuns.
1: I, I'm so glad we did that one out because. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of contradictions in <laughs> it was funny though it was funny um so there are two types of seasons there's global season which means that it refers to the food that's being that's in season but it's grown outside of the place where it's consumed okay so let's say it's it's like in season in brazil but not here but we're gonna eat it here whatever's being grown over there
0: okay yeah
1: local season it's is what's in season naturally here and we're gonna eat it here so it doesn't get like imported and all that yeah yeah, yeah. so what sounds better to you local or global season um
0: i'd say as long as i get my fruit i'm happy i'm a happy camper
1: so like a lot of consumers especially today are very concerned about like ecological and carbon footprints you know they're They're obsessed with the numbers right it's, uh, now.
0: It's an awareness that's growing at the moment. Yeah. Yeah,
1: But like what most people don't realize is the importance of understanding in season and out of season foods. Uh, John, John. Because that can make a difference in in the, the numbers. Mm-hmm. And also their production is actually more important and and contributes more to that carbon footprint than the actual transportation. So how it's produced is going to affect it more than where it's coming from
0: the transportation
1: you know, yeah the transportation is like very little it's like four percent of what the emissions are
0: yeah i know that um, whenever let's say you transport it through uh i guess like uh airlift is it called airlift i know that's uh it's a lot it's a lot less a so carbon emission is, it's a lot less for that um thingy to to bring it than it is for you to drive from here to 10 miles to yeah. let's say your, your local supermarket or something like that
1: so eating okay let me start with this if you're gonna eat a fruit or a vegetable that's out of season here but it's in season somewhere else but you're gonna eat it here it's better than getting it because say like okay a farmer in georgia wants to grow tomatoes in like the winter which they don't grow in the winter you want to eat local and they want to have money for their stuff so they make tomatoes here they have to make them in a greenhouse yeah and we have pretty cold winters here so there's gonna be a lot of energy consumption from that greenhouse just to make it like warm enough and like have the perfect conditions you know to
0: meet the uh yeah the the right to meet the demand so
1: that's the problem right there that if you're gonna eat local i'm like yeah greenhouses are good but to what extent you know like everything is always to what extent gotcha there's got to be a limit on it at some point so always take into consideration like how it's being produced before you determine if it's really sustainable or not because it would be sorry the ecological footprint would be better if you just get your tomato from wherever it's warm right now Mm -hmm. than going to your local market and getting one that was grown in a greenhouse
0: or that's if you're that. just like me, just go to Walmart and grab them.
1: <laughs> I mean, basically, that's that, you know?
0: Is, is that what Walmart does? Like, I know Walmart does love to pride about their cooperations with uh local farmers. Which, I, mm, I don't know if well, that's true or not. Well, I'm tell you this one
1: thing. Um, <laughs> but, I spent a summer in Mexico, like, with agri- doing agriculture yeah. stuff. And we went to this, basically, like, a factory slash greenhouses like a farm operation but it's all connected okay and i got to see like all these tomatoes going through like the process of getting washed packed all that and that's basically where they get most of their tomatoes from when they're out of season here okay because in that that region of mexico it's like warm all year long so it's season all around Mm -hmm. okay all right so that's where you're getting your so does walmart
0: really really work with local farmers here in the states though
1: Yes, yeah. Doesn't mean they're sustainable though. Okay, yeah. But they're local, and that's the problem. That like, there's so many green trends right now, like eco friendly. Like everyone's trying to be so, so eco-friendly, eco friendly, and they don't realize like there's more to it than just buying local. Because local doesn't mean sustainable. Green doesn't actually mean it's like good for the earth. I think like just like with all of our other problems in the in the food in market, the yeah, <laughs> the labeling isn't clear. Yeah, yeah, and everyone's yeah. just labeling everything green.
0: So yeah, it's like whenever you go to the, I guess like a more realistic example, it's like whenever you go to buy uh, a uh, an like extra olive oil, right? And just because it has a name, just because the sound of the of the brand sounds like it's Italian, it doesn't mean it actually is. Uh, f- grown like actual olive oil that extra olive oil that you think that's super healthy uh, you yeah. have to make sure like where it comes from and, and it's all, all
1: about that. the labeling and they're not clear just like yeah, with yeah. everything else Um, another thing about eating local is that it has implications not only on the environment and like people which no doubtedly it's most likely going to be healthier for you because it, they probably don't use like chemicals and GMOs and stuff like that probably do but we don't um, know did you grow them ah. yourself no ah. <laughs> <laughs> so another new like technology that's up and coming is indoor farming and they haven't they've reached incredible recognition in the past few years due to the misconception that the, fi- the miles that food travel play a major role in the ecological footprint of the dishes that they eat and food miles just means like how many miles your food travels your food before travel. it gets to your plate yeah, yeah. which the average like vegetable or fruit travels at least a thousand miles anyway
0: so. so i think that's where people get it wrong as well like mm-hmm. like a lot of people measure their stuff for miles which is as which is said, a wrong a way to misconception, do misconception mm-hmm. but we should be also looking at emissions uh, yeah well carbon emissions yeah in, like the production is miles. more
1: important than the transportation yeah Remember. and storage yeah that too yeah. because we spend a lot of money on that we
0: spend a lot of energy and mm-hmm. money on storage
1: exactly so so like I was saying about indoor farming I don't know if you've seen like sometimes I get ads on Instagram I don't know if you do I think it's just you doing it. it's like, it's like <laughs> I these, probably will <laughs> later but <laughs> yeah probably after this podcast <laughs> but it's like these little like I don't know how to explain it basically you put plants in these little sockets and you connect it to the wall okay Okay, and it grows your food.
0: Interesting, I, um, I'll, I'll have to look it up later.
1: Yeah, I'll show you. Um, so, because of this like new technology, um, companies have begun to create indoor farms that can be located inside buildings and restaurants. So these advancements are beneficial to a certain extent, but the problem is like they're not sustainable either. So these restaurants, um, there's a there's a company called Freight Farms. Yeah. Great farms and they have fruit containers farms. great fruit oh sure <laughs> hey they're probably up next they'll too. make
0: beats oh <laughs> <laughs> they
1: make beets. <laughs> oh man i miss the office i can't watch it it's not it's not on netflix anymore
0: it's not they took it out
1: i think that's why i've been so depressed lately uh. <laughs> for real i mean like every time i was sad i'd be like the office that would be good <laughs> um so anyway like freight farms they sell containers where you can grow food uh-huh. so like a lot of restaurants are i think in atlanta there's a few that do this um they basically park a container like right next to their restaurant or even inside and they grow their food there okay that they use it okay which is mostly like herbs and like very small vegetables but one of those containers costs about eighty two thousand right? dollars <laughs> which is a big investment So, and also like the energy consumption of those is through the roof as well. So what does that do to the food? Yeah, it's traveling less food miles, but is it emitting less? No. And is it more expensive? Yes. So the thing about sustainability is that it has to be like accessible to people. Mm-hmm. That's what sustainability means it doesn't just mean good for the earth it's good for the economy good for the uh earth and good for people most importantly people so if this food is being like grown in eighty two thousand dollar containers using up like a hundred thousand dollars in energy a year maybe more is it really gonna be affordable for people let me
0: answer let me answer this one I think I got it <clears throat>
1: good because I'm running out of breath no <laughs> <laughs> There's already a food gap. You know, there's, there's already, already yeah.
0: like food deserts. Do you know what a food desert is? It's uh whenever it's agricultural land that that can't be used to grow food anymore. No.
1: <laughs> so it a food sounds d- like it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good I mean good job. Good okay, job. Good desert. Um <laughs> a food desert is like a town or an urban area that doesn't have quick access to like grocery stores or healthy food so all that you'll find in that area is like mcdonald's or food that's not necessarily high quality in nutrition doesn't have to be high quality but there's just no nutritional value that's usually like small really really
0: really small towns in the middle of or towns
1: with a lot of poverty yeah so that's that gap right there that sustainability aims to close but instead with this we're just making it wider Gotcha. because those people there's no way they're going to be able to afford this food that's being grown with all this energy uh, all these inputs being put into it yeah yeah so that causes a problem
0: also it ruins other economies wouldn't it because as you said like if, if we're out of season right now let's say in the states it even ruins the season. farmers economy the yeah.
1: local farmers economy but we're in
0: season and like let's say some other country where they depend on that uh that exportation of yeah. this sort of food then they're basically killing it's a bunch their of problems economy.
1: like even yeah even the fact that they rely on exports they also rely on imports so if everyone said that they cava to just like eat local it would mess everything up yeah. because we wouldn't get all the nutrition we need and especially like <clears throat> more third world countries that well, they depend
0: like, on that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They depend on imports as well because they grow like primarily one thing. Yeah. So they would also be missing out on a lot. It's
0: like Mexico if California decided to grow Avocados. Avocados all year long. And then so they avocado. would basically kill off Mexico's um uh, market of avocados. Because I think I think avocados is like one of their main things that they export that they import here in the States.
1: Yeah that's like their main thing (laughs) even though i mean there's like a whole episode called avocado wars on yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's avocado wars yeah Mm
1: -hmm. crazy i mean food is like a big thing you know we all depend on it and pretty costly right now um so besides those problems like i said it also creates an unstable economy in your local market um it creates gaps between farmers and consumers because farmers can't sustain themselves just from local markets. Like they don't, that's not how they make money because if they were only able to grow things that were in season, there's no money in that. Yeah. So, and also like surveys show that consumers only take into consideration the origin of the food like 2% of the time. So they're not going to buy food primarily based on Was it grown here or grown there? They're more concerned about like price. So, yeah. So, you know, that can affect that. Also, like if you're going to do just in season stuff, then you're going to have a lot of people out of work for a long time.
0: That's true. Unless you do find like.
1: Like, uh, I mean, obviously, there's other things. Unless you find like stuff
0: like grow in the winter or something. Right. I mean, there are. But
1: it's not going to be as big of a need as when like those vegetables that are um like valued highly you know like yeah. tomatoes squash all that grows really well in the summer here yeah in the winter there's not really a lot so you a wouldn't need as many people so That's it does true. it does create that un- unstability there um and the last point i wanted to talk about yeah eating local is not more sustainable there's other ways to make an impact um i'm not saying don't eat local like it's great yep. go to your market I mean i haven't done it but like it's it's not bad it's just be mindful that be, you shouldn't be worried about how so, many so, miles it travels so
0: buy local i guess like the advice would be buy local when in season mm-hmm. and then when it's in
1: season naturally yes so like it's really easy to get those dates and you can literally google it and find out if that's in season or not, yeah. Where not are you season, more? go to walmart yeah <laughs> 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 exactly and it's actually not bad um, so always consider the production above the transportation. How many inputs did they use to create this little tomato right here? Did they have to use a bunch of energy, a bunch of pesticides? Um, you know, how were they treating their workers? Like that type of stuff is more important than what did it use to get here—an airplane or or a boat
0: or cargo? Yeah, yeah.
1: So that's my little tip of the day that's your TED talk (laughs) yeah that's my TED talk thank you
0: (laughs) all right well peeps uh I think this is it uh do you have
1: anything you want to
0: add to that I probably bored you to death I probably don't really have much because I'm not really aware of of um how like the agriculture side uh, like as much as like you are so uh no no that was a good that was a good bit of, of information to to learn from and hopefully all of you guys uh Take Learn, that into consideration. Take it well. into consideration, and then tell your your peeps that, or especially those are like, I only buy local from my local farmer yeah, market because that's like, that's like them, a
1: trend right it, now. It's the
0: trend, yeah. So, uh, yeah, tell them. Be like, so let Yo, them know. Uh, let them know be like, listen to Jules. Uh, this girl on I got something to say. Talked about it. She ran on it on why you you shouldn't always buy local. Um it to us and hopefully they become a listener <laughs> <laughs> exactly
1: uh, and we hope to do more like educational podcasts like this so
0: yeah yeah always fun always fun to learn yep let us uh, know what you think well in the let comments. us know what you think yeah like what's the what's your favorite i guess product and when it when it's in season let us know Ah, uh, you can email us at igstspod at gmail dot com. You can also write us on our social medias. Um, uh, they should be in the in the description if you're listening to this somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's in the description. You can follow us. Um, you can write us. You can follow Jules and Knights Um, personal the... Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, share it, please. Share it to family and friends.
1: And the I don't did we mention the the,
0: the what
1: the instagram name for the
0: podcast no that go to the description then.
1: okay yeah we'll just go to the description you'll find it it's not that hard
0: <laughs> all right well thank you very much everyone and we will see you next, next month and saying correctly the national anthem if you don't know someone else's national anthem research before you sing and perform um that's literally it oh you know
1: i still think angela should have known <laughs>